There is a story behind a quote attributed to C.S. Lewis. He was once asked about prayer. A friend felt it was pointless to pray if God was not going to change and make things happen the way humans think they should. Lewis replied, I don't pray so I can change God. I pray so God can change me. A similar quote is attributed to Soren Kierkegaard. Prayer does not change God, but it changes the one who offers it. It is a wise and true statement, no matter who said it. My name is Donna Godwin. I am the chair of the local pastors and associate members of the North Alabama Conference of the United Methodist Church, and I currently serve the people who are called First United Methodist Church Centerpoint. Today, I'm here to talk about how prayer changes us, transformation. Last year, I reviewed the book, What If Jesus Was Serious About Prayer by Sky Jatani for the Pray Together podcast. I use this book often, and I want to acknowledge that many of the thoughts I share here today are probably inspired by it. Jatani notes that church leaders are often taught how to read and study the Bible. We are trained in sharing faith, organizing programs, and leading ministry events, but not so much emphasis on prayer. In fact, in a recent nationwide survey, prayer ranked last on the priority list. If you are listening to this podcast, you probably appreciate the power of prayer. It is probably not last on your priority list. But why do we pray? What do we expect from prayer? We often pray because we want God to change our circumstances. Uh, We often hear it compared to a vending machine or a gumball machine. We put in our coin in the form of a prayer and we expect God to respond to the turn of our handle or the punch of a buttons and deliver the desired outcome. But that's not really how it works. God's purpose of our prayers is not the same as ours. Rather than changing our circumstances, prayer allows us to change our perception of our circumstances. I recently read a blog post by Lutheran pastor Nadia Bowles-Weber wherein she said that she had been asked about the 12-step program's 11th step. Sought through prayer and meditation to improve our conscious contact with God as we understand God, praying only for knowledge of God's will for us and the power to carry that out. She said that all she could think about was how, as she aged, prayer has become altogether and at the same time simpler and more mysterious. Simpler because of how it is more of a state of mind, a returning to the awareness of our smallness in the best possible way in moments throughout the day than in a set-aside practice. Prayer is a blessed escape when we remember that God is bigger and that that is the mysterious part. The bigness of God is unknowable, and at the same time, God's bigness 
infinitely folds in upon itself just enough to fit inside our smallness like a divine nanobot doing its redemptive work inside of us. Now, I like that image that she expressed of God's bigness fitting inside our smallness to work in us. Prayer is allowing ourselves to be filled with all of the fullness of God. It is carrying the presence of God with us in all we do. God is always with us. The glory of God is all around us, but we often miss it. Prayer opens our eyes. Praying is not just communicating with God, but communing with God. Our relationship with God deepens through prayer. When we learn to deeply connect with God in prayer, we become more aware of the presence of God. We see God in the sacred and in the ordinary. We experience God in our daily lives. Jesus promised the Spirit to be with us. Through His Spirit, we can experience His presence in the ordinary tasks of our day. We can be constantly connected. In this way, we are following the instruction of 1 Thessalonians 5.17 to pray without ceasing. In his book, Jatani points out that we often divide our life into sections such as family life, this is our work life, this is our spiritual life, as if what occurs in one does not affect what happens in another. He writes that someone once said modern people see life as a set of handbells. Each activity is a separate bell to be rung independently from others. In truth, we are more like a string of sleigh bells that are interconnected. Ringing one will automatically affect all of the others. When we want a praying life that transforms us, we incorporate prayer into each part of our day. We invite God's presence into each part of our life. Having a set-apart time dedicated for prayer is good, but a constant connection with God in our everyday life helps our state of mind. In communion with God, we may begin to see things from a different point of view. Maybe we are transformed to see things through God's eyes. Our enemy is transformed into our neighbor. My mother taught us to pray for our enemies or people with whom we were angry first in our prayers. She said, you can't stay mad at someone while you're praying for them. Prayer changes our perspective. When we are in communion with God, we see the image of God in our neighbor. We see a challenge as an opportunity. That great fear of ours is transformed into greater faith. I asked a group about how prayer has transformed them. Some people reported that they were transformed in big ways, overcoming real struggles. Some credit prayers of their own or of others as the catalyst for a Saul to Paul type of conversion in their lives. Some said that they pray that if the thing that they have desired and for which they have prayed is not God's will, that God will take away the desire and give them peace. They have experienced transformation 
to acceptance and understanding and a peace of mind. Taking time to be thankful transforms us. Practicing gratitude is another way to make us more aware of God's presence and power in our lives. I keep a gratitude journal. Just a regular notebook works, but I happen to have found a specially made book, a journal that lists three things per day for three years. So when I'm writing a date for the current year, it's helpful to look back on the things for which I was grateful in previous years. Sometimes the change that prayer brings about may seem trivial to others. It may seem silly to pray to find your lost car keys or your reading glasses. But I do this and find that it's often by stopping to pray that I calm down from a frenzied search long enough to actually remember where I last had them. We are transformed by listening to God, taking time to be quiet. That is a good time to set aside time. We need a praying life, not because God will give us what we want, but it's a time to discover that what we want is God. Let's pray. Gracious and merciful God, we pause to acknowledge your presence. All that we have comes from you and we are grateful. You are bigger than we can comprehend. You are mighty, all-powerful, yet you work in and through our smallness. Open our hearts and minds to see the world through your eyes, to recognize your image in everyone we meet. Transform us. Renew your image in us so that we may reflect your love to the world. Amen.